Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 133 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Edmonton and Montreal tonight, 5 o'clock puck drop, 3.30 pregame show. Uh, I'll be uh, joining Reed. Uh, Rob Brown. Uh, tonight it's Cam Moon, Jack, and Louie have got the call on the NHL Hockey on Rogers package. Um, 3.30 pregame, 5 o'clock puck drop a little bit later on. We're going to go down to the farm right now as we do every, uh, we try to do it every Monday or Tuesday each week. We welcome back to the show the former Edmonton Oilers associate coach, current head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Jay Woodcroft. Hello, Jay. How you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you? Good. We're going to start at a different place first uh, because you were part of the coaching staff that first got Connor McDavid as an NHL player. In fact, you ended up having Connor, Leon, and Darnell, and those three are kind of tied together um, based on the seasons that they're having right now and where the team's going and where the organization's going. Did you guys realize right away, like with Connor, how unique and special? I mean, we, we heard about the God-given speed and the talent and all that, but maybe... Uh, a little bit, maybe you could educate our listeners just about the drive and the commitment level that you were getting from uh, specifically from Connor out of the gate when you guys uh, were the first coaches to have him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very special time. I think uh, my first couple days in the organization was the orientation camp or development camp uh, held at at Rexall there, and and the three of them, even though they were drafted different years, they were at that camp together, and um, you could you it was easy to be excited uh, about the, the future because uh, all three of them are special. Um, um, they're dynamic. Um, you mentioned their work ethic. I would say that they burn with purpose, all three of them. Um, just uh, people who love the game. They're serious about their craft. They're true pros. And uh, to see them not only having the individual success that they've had thus far in their careers, but to be uh, pushing the team and driving um, the team forward uh, the way they have, um, it's beyond impressive. Three really special people. 
Did you think it'd be possible that we'd be talking about a couple potential Hart Trophy candidates? I mean, you knew Connor. I think we all thought Connor, but like in Leon's case, was that a bit of a surprise? Um, no, not 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 seeing, not being around him on a day by day basis. You saw his skill level and and how he created for others. Uh, I think he's really worked on his shot and developed his shot and grown his shot over the years. Um, but uh, he's different than Connor in the uh, in that you know just his size is different and that presents a different um, problem for other teams. And uh, that's what makes the combination of both of them so special. Uh, is you know obviously they both have sublime skill, um, but for Connor, uh, his speed is electrifying. But for Leon, he can play that that real power game just based on on the way he's built and um to see them grow into those um grow into you know those uh, roles that they've grown into and and certainly they warranted those individual accolades but to see them drive uh the team forward it's been very impressive and um you know i think uh, the year that the team went to the playoffs there and upset san jose in the first round and then and then um took anaheim to seven games you saw those special players rise to the occasion at different moments uh during that run and um you know i think that will serve them well as they head into the playoffs this year all right, let's switch focus to the Bakersfield Condors. And before we talk about what was a unique weekend, to say the least, uh, well, I don't, I, maybe a surprise to some of our listeners, but you got an additional uh, body down there and a guy that's, uh, you know, an important part of the Oilers' future. Dylan Holloway's first practice today, he signed the ATO. Some people thought he might just shut it down for the year, but he's joined your club. How did he look on the ice today? He looked good. He looked good. He's uh, he's got great size, skating ability. Uh, we had a hard practice coming off of a day off for the team, and he got up and down the rink nicely. Um, we're taking it one day at a time. Obviously, he's coming off that injury in you know during his Big Ten playoff tournament there, and uh, you know so we're taking it one day at a time. But today, he looked really good. All right, you lose Ryan McLeod to the Edmonton Oilers. I know you're taking it one day at a time, but have you thought to yourself, hey, this guy played center, he's a left shot, he can skate, hmm, a bit like McLeod. Uh, I know he's coming off a busted thumb, but do you potentially look at playing him with Cooper Marody and Tyler Benson? You could be a coach. Holy cow, good job, Bob. You know, obviously uh, that is something that we're thinking about seriously. Obviously, um, you know, he's he's got the skills to play with those guys, and he is, um, you know, he's he can skate like, like you mentioned, like McLeod skated, and uh, certainly I think you have good instincts when it comes to the coaching side of it. Well done. Uh, occasionally I get one wrong. It makes up for the 98% that I often get uh, or, or get one right, and again, 98% I get wrong. Jay Woodcroft joining us. Jay, uh, educator, what happened Friday night? Like, I'm sitting there getting ready, all right, and then, boom, suddenly you're not playing against Colorado. What, what shook down that night? Yeah, it was a different uh, different type of evening. We were ready to, to go. Everything was all set. Um, and, uh, you know, as we were on the bench uh, watching the other team warm up and our team warm up, uh, we got the news that the game uh, was going to be postponed uh, because um, they had some testing issues uh, with some of the, the players uh, on their 
their side of things. And so um, we called our team over, we brought them back into the room, we waited, and then it was officially called uh, that, that we weren't playing that night. So a strange night uh, in a different type of year, but just like um, you know, we've had to deal with at different points in our season, you just you're, you're flexible and you you know you stay with it and uh, control what you can control. And that night uh, wasn't in the cards for us to play the game. You played, uh, ironically enough, they did play yesterday. You guys played Saturday night. You outshot San Diego, who have got a whole, uh, they've uh, reloaded their team with Anaheim's season being over. They've sent a bunch of guys back down to the farm like Drysdale, et cetera, uh, Zgrass players of that ilk. 20-7, uh, to 7, you outshot San Diego in the first period. 1-1, one one, you just tip your hat to the goaltender in the other end when you guys were humming pretty good early in that game? Well, um, I would I would say that uh, we had our chances to score, certainly. Uh, I didn't think we were as sharp as we needed to be, and I don't know if that's a product of the weird uh, the weird night the night before, uh, but we weren't sharp enough uh, to finish on those chances, and, and they hung around, hung around, and uh, we had a tough time solving their goaltender. You know, we, I think I don't know if we finished with 40 shots or 39, somewhere around that range, and um, yeah, it didn't go in for us that night. But on the whole, as a coaching staff, you know, we didn't think it, that game was our our finest of the year. There's things to work on, um, but uh, we did have the chance to win it, which is a a good sign too. We just uh, we came up short that night, and now we got a work cut out for us heading into Henderson for our last three games of the year. All right, and, and will this decide top spot in the Pacific Division and then who you ultimately play? Yours is the only division, by the way, that's voted to continue playing, by the way. Yeah, so for yeah. us, uh, you know, we want uh, we want to have a big week here. And, and, yes, if we take care of our own business, we'll, we'll get to finish where we want to get to, which would be at the, the top of the division. Um, Henderson plays uh, a, another game this week, and right now we sit one point out of first place behind them. Uh, but, you know, we can take care of our own business and, and feel good about where we're uh, sitting at the end of those three games. But it, you know, as we talked about earlier, we're just trying to take it one day at a time, and our focus right now is on our game on Thursday night. Any hesitation to deploy Holloway Thursday? Uh, no, uh, not for me. We're going to see how his body responds uh, to the practice today. Um, we're going to be in consultation with our doctors and uh, down here and, and training staff down here as well as the people up in Edmonton. And and uh, if he keeps progressing nicely, um, you know, there is a chance that, that he could be in the lineup that night. Have you noticed uh, we're getting people texting in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line about Raphael Lavoie and Tyler Benson. I'll ask mm-hmm. first about Marodi and Benson. Have you noticed, uh, have they missed Ryan McLeod kind of driving things of his pace? On well, the they're pretty... The, their production uh, wasn't at the same rate that it was when McLeod was with them, and that's understandable. They played together the majority of the year. Um, that being said, they've helped push us to some big wins, and, and the team's been playing very well um, over the last 10 games or so, um, save for the game on Saturday night. But earlier in the week, last week, we played um, uh, Monday night in in San Jose in a big road game, and uh, Benson made made a fantastic play to Marodi for the game-winning goal. 
And then on Wednesday, we played at home against Colorado, and it was uh, Frick and Frack going back at it. And they found a way uh, to make a great play on the winning goal again uh, with Cooper finishing it off. So they um, they are uh, two guys who drive our offense. Their, their production's been down a tad, um, but uh, they're finding ways to impact games other than just on on the score sheet. And now with the possibility of Holloway joining them, um, we'll see where we're at come Thursday night. How's Lavoie looked? Lavoie has, uh, his production has also slowed over the last little while. He's still finding himself in the chances for, which is good. He's learning um, the level that you need to play at in the American League, shift in, shift out, period in, period out. Day in, day out, and uh, it's a, it's something that a lot of young players go through when they they're first exposed to the pace and quality of play in the American League. Um, but uh, you know, he, I find him, like I said, uh, getting his chances. They haven't gone in for him, but it's about finding other ways uh, to contribute to the team. And uh, you know, he's been earnest in his work, and um, you know, I think he's going to be well served by this experience as he heads into his personal summer. And into next season. Uh, on your game Saturday, only one of your defensemen was on an NHL deal with the Oilers organization. Uh, Kemp, I think, got did he not uh, get stung in a fight? Uh, took a shot, and then I think Nima Linen. Uh, I don't know if you've just, if it's out there publicly or not, but he's been out for a while here. Obviously, you're missing a little bit of that depth because you're having to use some of the guys that are on AHL, ECHL deals right now. Yeah, yeah. Nemo's been out for quite a, quite a while here, and and Kemp. Uh, it was funny that this happened a couple weeks ago, but Kemp, uh, we lost three players in one play because uh, you know there there was a hit to the head, there was uh, a couple fights, and we had three players kicked out in the first three minutes of the game. So that was an interesting game uh, to get through, but uh, Kemper is getting better, uh, but he's not fully healthy just yet. Lenstrom uh, missed the last 10 days or so. Uh, we're hoping to return him this week. Okay. Uh, Nemo has been out for a little bit longer, so it, it, we're right at the edges of our depth, but that's why it's important to have that depth, and, and we're getting quality contributions from everybody, and uh, we're thankful that uh, we have all these guys here. Stuart Skinner, I just want to wrap up with uh, Stuart Skinner, uh, Jay, if we can. Jay Woodcroft, head coach, Bakersfield Condors. He's got great numbers this year. He's 19-8-1. He might have the most wins in the American League. Not sure on that. 2.31 goals against average. 9.15 save percentage. How would you assess his body work this year? He's taking a step. He's taken a step, and uh, I think with Stewart, he's always had the physical capabilities. He's uh, been a good goaltender, you know, at different levels throughout his career. He's in year three of his development curve, where I've seen the biggest uh, growth in him is uh, his ability to manage himself um, and on a day-in, day-out basis, but not just physically, but mentally. So between the ears, I've seen a lot of growth in um, in his game. You know, he's proven that he can be a starter in the American Hockey League, but to be an elite starter, it's all about learning learning how to manage different situations. And he's done a heck of a job. His relationship with Sylvain Rodrigue, our goaltender coach down here, is rock solid. They work every day um, on little parts of his game. And uh, to see him take the step that he has is a real point of pride for everybody down here. Um, we're super excited. 
excited about where he's at with him, his personal game. Great stuff. Good luck this week, Jay. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Bob. Take care. That's Jay Woodcroft. He's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It's 147 in Edmonton. Jay, Texas on the Ashley Five Floors text line. A lot of today's show about Connor McDavid. Are we watching the best player that's ever played? That's been the uh, the question. Obviously, he doesn't have, you know, we're talking about a guy what's in year six of his NHL career, hasn't won a Stanley Cup, those sort of things. Uh, this text comes in saying, Bob, Conor David played all those teams before the whole COVID pandemic, and they had no response to them. Now that he's faster and even better, they haven't played him yet this year. How are they going to respond for him now? A man whose points per game have done nothing but increase every year he's played. Uh, that's a sign of a guy who's committed getting better. Absolutely. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Mo says, Bob, I can't wait till Dylan Holloway plays on McDavid's line and the points go up. Uh uh, can McDavid turn Holloway into a, a superstar like he did with Leon? Well, Leon was the third overall pick with pretty good, uh, pretty good offensive numbers. <laughs> Again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Somebody got upset about something. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this show. We screw up and up on our own. Uh, there you go. Uh, this texter comes in. Bob, tell me why Jay Woodcroft hasn't been scooped up by another NHL franchise for a head coach job. The guy has been unreal at developing players and keeping Baco competitive. The Oilers are lucky to have him. Uh, my mind has changed drastically on him, to be honest. Glad I was wrong, says the texter. Well, he ha- he's done those two things. The, the development model has changed. The emphasis has been on improving the players, making them better. And when you do that, you have a chance for growth. Now, the other thing they've done, they've insulated those players. Um, like this year, they signed Cracknell and Griffith. Griffith on a two-year deal. Cracknell on a one-year deal. Would not, that's on, those are on NHL deals. Wouldn't surprise me. And they also had Brad Malone and Esposito on AHL deals. It wouldn't surprise me if Cracknell gets signed to an American League deal next year. So they would have Malone, Esposito, and Cracknell in support roles, older veteran guys that play in the AHL level. Maybe they do the same thing with Kevin Gravel, bring him back on an AHL deal. They got Dayharney, a big rangy six foot five, six foot six right shot deep on an AHL deal. So you build a little support around and you insulate your prospects. And believe me when I say this, this was a conversation that certain people had with Steve Tamalini as far back. I 100% can guarantee you this conversation occurred in 2010. Edmonton went to Oklahoma City. They spent on some higher-end guys. They signed Alex Giroux on a one-way at like 500K. I mean, that's kind of like bringing Griffith in on an NHL deal, uh, making sure that he's getting looked after. But uh, they didn't have that veteran support on guys on AHL contracts. And, and Oklahoma City had pretty competitive teams. But ultimately, I think there was some stagnation in the development with the Oilers' prospects. Now, maybe they're just simply drafting better than they did before. Or maybe they're developing better. My guess is it's a combination of the two. They're drafting and developing better. And uh, it's going to bode well for Edmonton. Like, this could be an exciting window here for the Oilers. Again, Edmonton's going to have some money to spend in the offseason. We haven't even discussed free agency the entire day. When we come back in orders now, we'll get to NHL today. For- 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. For, no, check that, the Stan Oilers history. For New West Travel, it is currently 150 in Edmonton. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Welcome back. It's 152 in Edmonton Royal Pizza. Pizza Pass and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation. The Meat Lovers. That's right. I switched her up. We're going to go with the Meat Lovers. We're going to go to an audio cut on this day in Oilers history. Brought to you daily by Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel. The next voice you'll hear will be Rod Phillips. Now gets it again in the internet. Wrap around. Hark up. Green knocks the puck down and keeps it in for Edmonton. Ryan Smith attacking. Hemsky's there with him. So is Horkoff. Smith from behind the net. A wrap around. Horkoff scores! Horkoff scores! Edmonton wins! On this date, 2006, the Edmonton Oilers get two-point nights from Rafi Torres before Sean Horkoff scored a 224 of the third overtime period to give the Oilers a 3-2 win over the Sharks. That cut San Jose's second-round uh, series lead to two games to one. Uh, our, our Shark, Fear the Finn, that was one of his favorite days, as I recall. Yaroslav Spashik and Chris Pronger each played over 46 minutes in that uh, game. I remember John Sexsmith uh, was working for Global, and I was at the other station at the time, and he's like, there's no way the Oilers are coming back after down 2 nothing in the series. They're not even close. San Jose should have won each game 5-1. Edmonton hung around in game three. Horkoff scored. Many will tell you the hit by Rafi Torres on Milan Mahalik in game two changed the complexion of the series. And uh, the Oilers won game three. The, uh, and Nabokov had a terrible game four. They went into San Jose, won game five, and then shut them out May 17th. 2006, and I remember that day because that's the day Hudson was born. So you tend to remember those things. I can remember where I was watching the game, and uh, it was it was awesome. And Horkoff got the uh, insurance goal, the two nothing goal in uh, in game six as well. So that was a series. You know what? They were be- at Detroit on paper was better than Edmonton. San Jose were better early in the series than the Oilers. The Oilers were better than Anaheim. We all know. Uh, hey, different break. Against uh, Carolina, they could have won that series as well. Coming up today, 
at uh, 3.30. The City Ford Faceoff Shore, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Cam Moon, and myself. Puck drop at 5 p.m. tomorrow. Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Race in Alberta, which now has live thoroughbred racing returning Sunday, May 16th, post time 6.15. No fan access, but you can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Uh, as of this morning, Alberta ease COVID-19 restrictions at long-term and continuing care facilities, and that's now in effect. The visiting uh, policy has increased to allow up to four designated family and support people to visit previously. Only two were allowed. Long-term care advocate and researcher Dr. Vivian Stamatopoulos joins Jalen Nye. I mean, come on, there was Chris Kostopoulos. i got to get Stamatopoulos. That's easy. Jalen and I, uh, this afternoon, for her opinions of the change and the degree in which it will be beneficial for everybody involved. That will occur with uh, Jalen and I in 630 Jet Afternoons at 2.05 today after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. I'll join you at 3.35 with Ray Wilkins. So long for now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.